National Radio. Hello and welcome to Radio Bulgaria's podcast. My name is Alexander Markov. In Bulgaria today, on September the 21st, we bring you first the latest news from this country. Next on the show, we'll tell you more about the 16th edition of the Bulgarian Cinema Festival in Rome, Italy. In our music SWOT, you will learn more about how traditional Kanatica embroidery inspires a Bulgarian festival in Canada and an interesting music project. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today We start with the major headlines of today. The Bulgarian parliament adopts amendments to the Measures Against Money Wandering Act in line with European requirements. And Bulgaria's President Radev condemns Russian aggression in Ukraine at the UN General Assembly. UNESCO expands the borders of Old Neseba Architectural Reserve with adjacent Aquatoria. Bulgarian MPs have adopted amendments to the Measures Against Money Wandering Act, which introduce a European directive aimed at preventing the flow into the country's economy of funds obtained from criminal activities, including those related to terrorism. The Financial Intelligence Directorate of the State Agency for National Security is in charge of its implementation. Amendments to the Anti-Corruption Act were also adopted. They establish a new Anti-Corruption Commission to investigate persons holding senior public positions. War, conflict and terror are challenges for the future of our civilization. This was what Bulgaria's President Rumen Radev said in his speech before the UN General Assembly in New York. Today we live in a world of increasing risk and uncertainty. The picture is completed by the systematic erosion of democracy and human rights and the rise of authoritarianism. The consensus that humanity can live according to the rules of the internationally accepted order has been grossly violated, President Radev said. The president called the aggression against Ukraine a war by a permanent member of the UN Security Council against a neighboring country, violating the principles of the UN Charter and international law. Radev expressed concern about the spread of the war throughout the Black Sea region and called on the United Nations to find a solution to the conflict through negotiations. Those who have voluntarily renounced their Bulgarian citizenship will not be able to restore it, MPs decided, at the first reading of the amendments to the Bulgarian Citizenship Act. Naturalization will be granted only to those who have not been convicted of a general crime. Foreigners married to a Bulgarian citizen may apply for Bulgarian citizenship only after three years from the date of the marriage. Citizenship will be revoked if the marriage is fictitious. A requirement is introduced for naturalized citizens to be proficient in the Bulgarian language. 
all decrees granting, restoring, releasing or depriving Bulgarian citizenship shall be published in the official Gazette. The granting of citizenship will take place with a ceremony according to the approved amendments, which must pass a second reading in Parliament. UNESCO has confirmed the extended boundaries of the World Material Cultural Heritage in Bulgaria's ancient Neseba architectural reserve on the Black Sea coast. The 45th session of the UNESCO World Heritage Committee, which is being held in the Saudi capital Riyadh, added the water area around Neseba Peninsula to the protected area. The Ministry of Culture announced. At Bulgaria's suggestion, the water areas south and north of the old Neseba were included. Bulgarian underwater archaeologists have discovered there are parts of the ancient and medieval fortress walls of the ancient town of Mesembria. The new area includes part of the ancient street as well as defensive port facilities. During its many centuries of development, due to rising waters, in the Black Sea, storms and earthquakes, the peninsula lost more than one-fourth of its land. Because of these significant archaeological structures remain underwater today. Two female Indian elephants arrived at Sofia Zoo from Augsburg Zoo, Germany. Frosia and Wieser traveled over 1,500 kilometers to the Bulgarian capital city, in a special elephant transport truck of a Dutch wildlife transport company. While they settle in and adapt, the newcomers to the zoo will be isolated from visitors. To facilitate this process, their keepers from Augsburg Zoo have traveled with them and will stay for a few days. The two elephants are very smart and friendly, keepers say. Friday will be sunny with afternoon clouds over the mountains. The lowest temperatures will be about 14 to 19 degrees Celsius, in Sofia about 14 degrees. The highest temperatures will be up to 28-33 degrees Celsius, in the capital city about 29. On the Black Sea coast it will be sunny, with that temperature reaching up to 25-27 degrees. Seawater temperature will be about 23 to 25 degrees. It will be sunny in the mountains. In the afternoon, there will be clouds and rain mainly in the river Rodopi area. The temperature at 1,200 meters of altitude will be up to 24 degrees, at 2,000 meters up to 16. On Saturday, the weather will remain warm and sunny over the whole of the country. Bulgaria Today Once again the major headlines of today. The National Assembly adopts amendments to the Measures Against Money Wandering Act in line with European requirements. And Bulgaria's President Radev condemns Russian aggression in Ukraine at the UN General Assembly. Bulgarian citizenship will be granted with a special ceremony. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English.
Next, you are going to learn more about the 16th edition of the Bulgarian Cinema Festival in Rome, Italy. Culture This year the traditions are not what they used to be, and for the first time the Festival of Bulgarian Cinema in Rome is taking place not at the beginning, but at the end of summer. The reason is that the venue for all the screenings, Casa del Cinema, is already under the management of the Festival of Italian Cinema and its foundation, Fondazione Cinema per Roma. Jana Yakovleva, founder of the Forum and director of the Bulgarian Cultural Institute in the Italian capital, said. Now, after a major renovation, one of the most beautiful and emblematic places in the heart of the Italian capital city, located in Viva Borghese Gardens, is once again opening its doors to Bulgarian cinema. The 16th edition of the festival begins on Bulgaria's Independence Day, September the 22nd, and will last for three days, together with the Bulgarian filmmakers and actors who will personally present their works to the audience. Special guests to the forum will be Bulgarian Minister of Culture, Krstiu Krstev, and the Ambassador of Bulgaria to Italy, Todor Stoyanov. During all these years, we have climbed many steps of the ladder, and we keep climbing higher and higher, Jana tells Radio Bulgaria and Arts. The visit of the Minister of Culture of Bulgaria, Krstiu Krstev, on September the 22nd will begin with a meeting with Kiara Zbargia, President of the Film Studio, Cinecitta, and President of the Association of Audiovisual Producers in Italy. I'm very happy that this meeting will take place because it will give Bulgarian cinema a new image and new friends, with whom we'll have a conversation about the future of co-productions between the two countries. All this happens at a very difficult time. Recent years were very difficult times for culture everywhere in the world. I believe that this meeting will open new doors and new opportunities for both Bulgarians and Italians. In addition, on September the 23rd, All viewers will have the opportunity to personally meet Bulgarian actress Maria Bakalova. I can't hide that here in Rome Maria is a much-awaited guest who provokes enormous interest, she says. This year the program of the festival starts with a screening of the movie Chauga by director Marian Velev, shot entirely on a phone. It is an interesting fact that Jana Yakovleva also has a role in the film. On the second day, the feature films Bulgarian Ship Sinks in a Stormy Sea by director Petrineo Gochev and The Good Driver by Tomislav Christov will be shown. On the third evening, we'll have the opportunity to see Vakush by Nikolai Vasilev, a very interesting documentary about Vakush Tolev that recently provoked interest in Bulgarian documentary cinema, which is not well known in Italy. I'm very happy that after the films about our opera singers, created by Nayo Titsin, this film will now tell Italians about a Bulgarian who gave his life for freedom. This is extremely important to me. 
we went this year with the Bulgarian-Italian premiere of the film Bok, directed by Todor Mazzanov, a film that tells about the time of lockdown and was shot right during the pandemic. The film was made entirely by Italian producer Francesco Frattini, who has been living in Bulgaria for years and managed to see the abilities of our native cinema, Jana Yakovleva says. She has one hope, that every viewer will take home a little warmth and a little more understanding of Bulgaria. All screenings within the programme of the festival have free entry. The head of the Bulgarian Cultural Institute admits that despite almost three decades of living in Italy, her heart continues to beat with the rhythm of Bulgaria, with all its problems, pains and joys. Thank you, and I wish a lot of health and smiles. Song of the day. The Bulgarian Canadian Society in British Columbia organizes the Kanatica Festival of Bulgarian Dances and Traditional Embroidery. The first edition of the forum will take place from September the 22nd to the 24th in Vancouver, Canada. The festival is named after a type of Bulgarian folk embroidery. The idea is to gather many of Bulgaria's folklore traditions in one place and in this way to show the native trace in the history of world embroidery and folklore motifs. Participants from Toronto, Calgary, Montreal, Denver, Los Angeles, San Diego and Vancouver are expected at the festival. Musicians Ivan Shopov and quartet Avigea have also chosen to call their joint album Kanatica. Ivan Shopov is an artist with many faces, artist, electronic musician, DJ and producer. With his various projects, he puts Bulgarian folklore in a state-of-the-art sound environment. These searches coincide with the vision for revival of Bulgarian folklore that the four girls from the vocal formation Avigea have. In 2017, they created the album Kanatica together, in which they present their reading of favorite Bulgarian folk songs. Among them is Suance Gre, or Sun is Shining, with the participation of pianist Dimitar Budurov. This has been all in Radio Bulgaria's podcast today. My name is Alexander Markov. Don't forget, you can find us in Twitter and Facebook, and our email address is english at bna.bg. National Radio.